The closer you get to the light, the greater your shadow becomes. Tell me, can you spare a heart? What's up? Welcome to an awfully wonderful time. This is your favorite Heartless speaking, and the door has opened to Kingdom Hearts. Welcome to my weekly Kingdom Hearts retrospective show, where we revisit the good, the odd, and the supreme darkness of the Kingdom Hearts series. So come, open your heart. So, in the previous uh, retrospective episode, we bid farewell to Deep Jungle. We got confirmation that Alice had indeed been taken to not just any darkness, but the clutches of Maleficent and company. But only we as the gamers know this, and Sora and the gang are still unaware of the ever-growing threat looming. So, can I say how much I love how Trevor... Ooh, excuse me. That burp was fighting to get on the mic, and I was like, no. Anyway, <laughs> I love how Traverse Town is the go-to spot for upgrading our weapons and overall gear. I mean, as a kid, the thrill of seeing new shields and staffs being sold by Huey, Dewey, and Louie always made me wonder, where are they acquiring these? Acquiring? Is that acquiring? There we go. Do they have the hookup with the Moogles or something? Like, do they collect the materials needed to make these oddly specific weapons. I mean, I buy it and shoot, I ain't complaining. Even though the there are some reskins, I, I always still would double ch double back after each world to see what was new. And of course, you know, you got to keep you got to keep the drip going for Donald and Goofy. They they need some help and of course, we see what Sora is rocking. He knows drip. <laughs> so, it always made me think how much of these little guys, or excuse me, I said that wrong. It always made me think how much these little guys wanted to help, so they always were looking on ways to help their uncle, you know? It's kind of like my little headcanon. Um, they would also be a fun summon, I think. I, I don't know what they would do, but um, I don't know. Maybe maybe it could be involved, maybe like a, a driving a driving thing similar to the racing Cars and BBS, but with the wrath of the car, Heartless and Kingdom Hearts 2. Enough said. Like, they, they just drive around Tokyo Drift style. I could dig it. Maybe you're in a car, too, like, leading them, and they just, like, swarm around you. You just, oh, yeah, th that'd be pretty dope, actually. It'd be kind of like, it'd be like Duck Flare. You know how the ending of it goes, but instead it's just you and the and the, and the driver cars. Oh, or maybe bumper cars. You just crush, you just crush. And bump all the heartless around. That'd be kind of cool, actually. Well, anyway, maybe in the future we'll get something like that. So anyway, uh, next up in our final world of this first ring of worlds is one series backbone world, Olympus Coliseum. This world has been featured in nearly all of the games in varying forms. If I remember correctly, it only missed out on, I think, one game, and that was uh, DDD. I think. Yeah, I mean, I know it's not in DDD, but I think that's the only game that didn't have Hercules or the World Olympus uh, Coliseum. Um, 
So I love Hercules. Not just the movie, the character. Um, and the animated series, honestly. I mean, let's be honest. The animated series was delicious. Uh, definitely in my top 10 Disney movies of all time, for sure. And animated series uh, that were based off of Disney, I'll say. Um, so this introductory version of the Colosseum is literally just... It's literally just that this time around, but it, it brings back so many good memories of fighting in all the different cups and the glorious unlocks from di getting different, um, you know, different magic spells, getting different upgrades to even getting different weapons, like getting the metal chocobo eventually, getting the lion heart, uh, getting the Genji shield and, and whatnot for, for Donald and um, or for Goofy, I mean, whatever Donald gets. I know he, he gets a couple of things as we go along in the cups, but I know it it always pained me seeing uh, some people in playthroughs just skip the Coliseums, and it always made me wonder, do they always skip it? Like, do you guys not know the cool things you get? Like, especially in the Hercules and the Hades Cup? Dude, you guys get some banging stuff like literally um but yeah i mean we'll talk about that as we go along um i won't really hang around those too often because there's not really much story-wise happening um i'll pretty i'll probably just bring up like what i liked about those like the the final bosses in particular maybe some challenges during those cups that i remember being pretty bad <laughs> as far as like my younger self not enjoying it because I just was really bad at gaming. I went from being bad at gaming to being mediocre at gaming. So, you know, I'm doing doing okay as a gamer. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just want to talk about some of the upgrades because the the Keyblades, as as in as in every game, are pretty a one honestly, and and a lot of my favorite ones are in this game. And like I said, a couple of them unlock or or are um, given to you in the Olympus Coliseum cops. So we'll get there uh, shortly. And by shortly, I mean in a couple episodes. So not really shortly, but you get what I mean. Um, that was a mislead. I apologize. <laughs> Please forgive me. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm recording this at like 2 a.m. I'm a little uh, weird right now. A little weirder than I usually am. And that's saying something. But yeah. Um, it's just so good playing this version of Olympus Coliseum. So the glorious unlocks, the victory poses you do, and the quotes that each character has, you know, that's the power of the Keyblade. Um, I forget what everyone else says. <laughs> Donald's like, for Daisy, take that, you know. Well, you know, different quotes. That'd be weird if she was, if he was saying, take, you know, take that Daisy. Like, whoa, whoa what are you doing to Daisy? Oh, this game went from E rating to M. No, I'm joking. That's, oh gosh, why did I go there? Anyway, um, it was great to see too that we get that a little bit in Kingdom Hearts 2. Uh, not as much. It kind of lost a bit of its charm, I feel, but it was still fun doing the uh, whole Hades Cup deal in Kingdom Hearts 2. But ever since then, there hasn't been a return really of the Colosseum Cups, and that's very surprising especially with kingdom hearts 3 I, even with the dlc they added i mean fortunately they they kind of made up for it with all the boss fights we got to do but 
it's just not the same as those Coliseum Cups, but it's all good. Hopefully that'll be a new staple where we just fight a bunch of bosses back to back like that. You know, a nice little boss rush. We'll see. So uh, we enter the the area with two large gladiator statues with their swords held up and proudly towards each other. This is altogether so, so sweet, especially as each cup drops. You see the lineup on the banisters over time. And once you win, you see Sora's name up top. And I gotta love this little detail. I mean, I love all the little details this game has. Also, the fact that when you look out, out the windows on the sides, it's like a, I don't, I never knew if it was like a desert, if it's like an endless desert, or if we're really up in Olympus. I mean, since the world is Olympus Coliseum, it, it stands to reason we're in Olympus, but I thought only immortals were allowed in Olympus, unless you just got the AOK by the gods to come up, but we kind of just barged in. We just crashed the party unless the little Coliseum itself is just okay. It, it's just, it's, it's one of those little middle grounds where it's not quite Olympus, but it's like on the way to Olympus. So that way the gods can have a good view of the fights, them, you know, of the P of the heroes competing. So that's my kind of thing. But then again, birth by sleep kind of confirmed that it was like right up the steps from Thebes. So I guess I get, I guess I just contradicted myself. But then again, when you think of Kingdom Hearts 2, you go from Olympus Coliseum straight to the underworld. But hey, that's video game logic. I can't really argue with that. It's it, it is whatever the game wants it to be. So if it's if it takes you to Thebes in one game or it takes you to the underworld in, in the next or if it just takes you to the outside world, whatever. <laughs> um, you know, we can't have every little detail. So it's whatever. Um, so. I do like the idea that it's like a middle ground between Olympus and like ground level. I, li I really do like that idea. I don't know if that ever was confirmed, but there you go. Um, so after that, you enter the vestibule and we see our main man, Phil, fixing up the place in preparation for the games, as he says it. But he has a little bit more umph in it. Mine was, mine was a little bad. The games. Oh, God, that sounded, I sounded like... What did I even sound like? I sounded like a dude from. Uh, I sounded like Jesse. No, no, not Jesse. I sounded like James from Pokemon. <laughs> Jesse, James. All right, whatever. That was awful. Um, the game. I can't. I, I got to keep saying it now until I get it right. No, no. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'll just keep singing in my head while I'm talking about this episode. <laughs> That's a good compensation, I think. Uh, Danny DeVito. Unfortunately, did not reprise his role, but instead we got Bobby Costanzo, who does a really good impression. And he actually did the voice acting for Phil in the animated series. Uh, same as, um, instead, or excuse me, the same um, as uh, Sean Astin, who did Hercules instead of uh, Tate Donovan. Tate Donovan was the original for the movie. Um, I don't remember if Tate did... The animated series, I think it was Sean Astin again as well, but uh, good enough is we did get James Wood, James Wood, James Woods reprising his uh, his role as Hades, which he has done for a number 
of Kingdom Hearts games. And I'm sure he probably doesn't not give a crap about these games. <laughs> you never know. I mean, maybe he does. Maybe he doesn't. I, I kind of I kind of hope that all the actors kind of like the games to some degree, you know, even if they don't play them. But, you know, I, I would like to think they don't just come in just to do the lines and leave, you know, but you never know. Um, sometimes you just do it for the paycheck. I, I get that. But um, what was I going with that? I don't even I don't even remember <laughs> what in the world. Um, oh, yeah. So, yeah, James Woods has reprised his role for a number of the games. I mean, so Kingdom Hearts 1, Kingdom Hearts 2, 3. Um, oh. Was that it? There was Rechain of Memories too, right? And then Multiple Days by Multiple Days, a.k.a. 358 over 2 Days. That doesn't have voice acting. Or no, I mean it does, but not full voice acting. There's text and stuff in it, so... I don't think there were, I don't think there was Hades voice acting. So he he reprised his role for what is that four games? That's pretty decent honestly. Maybe more. I know his characters appeared in in more games than that cuz if you count the the mobile games and stuff. Um oh wait, no, he was in BBS. There we go. So let's see BBS 1 2 3 and uh Rechain. At least I think was there voice acting in the Disney worlds? I don't remember. Oh, wait a minute. Recoded. I think he voice acted and recoded as well. Well, either way, he either did it for like four games or five or six. So he, he came back a, like a, a good handful of times. I should know this. Ah, eh, well, close enough. So, um... Either way, even if these aren't the original, even if they're not all the original actors, they did a bang up job in this game and in the animated series. So I can't knock them for that. And um, they had some big shoes to fill, you know. And uh, sometimes that can be very intimidating. But hey, they fit their roles pretty well. So Phil doesn't realize who he's talking to when we come in here. He, he some for some reason, thinks Sora is Hercules and asks him to move this huge pedestal after, or excuse me, and after trying to push it, Donald and Goofy, mind you, are just staring blankly at me, might I add. Sora exclaims, it weighs a ton if you try to push it. And, you know, I'm sure most, if not all of us, notice that there is a... A little yellow trinity besides this. So then I'm sure most of us at this point thought, oh, okay. So we might just get our chance later on. And, you know, gaming logic, it's always funny because it's like, oh, yeah. I mean, we can totally help you push that Sora. Once we unlock the ability to uh, help you push uh <laughs> free will what free will <laughs> yuck uh you're you're a part of disney now there's no free will now <laughs> oh, oh, oh never mind excuse me um could you imagine yeah you you sign away your free will when you go to disney oh that'd be awful goofy don't talk like that that wasn't me that was goofy don't talk about your 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 home like that 
matter with you? Anyway, uh, after telling Phil we can't do it, he's like, too heavy? Since when have you been such a little? Finally turning around and seeing that we are indeed the wrong guy. Phil, the voice alone should have given it away. Funny gag, though. Uh, So Phil continues this uh, not-so-good first impression of saying how important this place is, that only heroes are allowed here. And for us, Pip squeaks as he calls us to scram. Pip squeaks. Bruh, at least put on a shirt if you're going to talk to me like that. You don't even got nipples. Or, or pecs for that matter. I mean, how does he not even have nipples? Why am I, why am I just realizing this? What? Why, why am I even talking about this? What the heck? <laughs> but seriously, why doesn't dude have nipples? I'm pretty sure Hercules has nipples. Wait, does he have nipples? Okay, I'm going down the rabbit hole here. I need to just stop talking about <laughs> Hercules and nipples. Um, So, this is a momentous time because heroes from all over, as Phil has said, will be fighting here. Sora and the gang try to teach Phil, or excuse me, Sora and the gang try to tell Phil otherwise that not only is Sora the wielder of the Keyblade, which Phil probably has no idea what that even is, even after what happened with BBS, but they are indeed heroes who are fought, who have fought a bunch of monsters. One of them had a shotgun. I'm looking at you, Clayton. That's intimidating. Fighting a dude with a shotgun, riding a like a 10-foot-tall chameleon, with a dog, a duck, a man in a loincloth with a spear, and the equivalent of a sword, but with a key at the end. You tell me how that sounds. Who's winning that fight? I mean, we won clearly, but... Who who would who would have Phil who I think Phil would have bought I think Phil would have bet on Clayton in this scenario if he had to let's be honest ah well so clearly we see from what Phil has saying has said I should say this Olympus Coliseum has quite a reputation I mean let's be honest too everyone in these in this universe they they fear the gods they can be wrathful if they want to and let's be honest in the Greek mythology the gods are kind of jerks but that's neither here nor there um let's see here where did i leave off at i'm looking at my outline right now um oh right right. so after they say (laughs) that they are indeed heroes who have fought a bunch of monsters might i add that goofy's hands his hands are bigger than sora's head and i don't know how i feel about that I mean, I do love how supportive Goofy is to Sora, especially in comparison to how how Donald has been from the moment we even met the little guy. Phil continues to degrade as he tries to prove a point by trying to move, but pathetically fail at moving the pedestal himself. I mean, maybe if he tried moving it with his gut, (laughs) he might have had a better chance. But, you know, whatever. So, well, Phil decides to give us a chance regardless, and he has us go through some pre-preliminaries of destroying barrels within a time limit. It feels very Final Fantasy, which is kind of nice. Um, as a kid, 
I had the hardest time doing the second group of these barrels because of the layout and the certain attack ability I had that was kind of like a twirl when you attacked. And it kept messing me up for some reason. So I kept failing and failing and failing. And I remember I had to um, I had to pretty much deselect that move. So I just did a re- regular combo attack again. And then only then by the skin of my teeth did I get past that. So fortunately, as I got older, that became a, a walk in the park. You know, I got to have my cake and eat it too. Even with that ability, I decided to keep on years later. But that that will forever haunt me as one of the levels I just had uh, the, the hardest time doing. And by the way, I haven't played Kingdom Hearts in so long. And I've been itching to play it for a very long time. But I'm waiting for it to hit the switch. You know, ever since ever since I heard... Sora was announced for Smash. I wanted to play because you know that's when they made the official announcement too that uh Kingdom Hearts was coming to the Switch. And depending on when you're listening to this, it could be they're already on the Switch now. I, I don't know, but yeah, just so you know, this was released in December on the 22nd of 2021. So yeah, either well, hopefully in hopefully in just a few months. We'll have it on the Switch. I mean, I have all the games on the PS4, but I, I just want to hold out so it can be a fresh experience playing on the Switch. Because I've been dying to play some uh, mobile Kingdom Hearts games. And by mobile, I mean the legit, like, standard Kingdom Hearts games on the Switch. But, yeah. Uh, let's see. So, here's the, here's the hoping. But, yeah, Sora on Smash has been phenomenal, by the way. I keep losing track of uh, going through the Ultimanium, but I um, next episode, you know what? Next episode will since it's going to be the spinoff anyway. Um, I'm going to go into the Ultimanium, and we'll just discuss the cool stuff of that in the next episode, and go from there. Um, since I've been holding that off for a while, I've been meaning to do that, um, or we may just go back into the retrospective and hold off on the episode of the ultimatum until the the episode after that. We'll, we'll see. Cause I, I have fallen a bit behind on the retrospective, but, um, I mean, at the rate I'm going, I can probably, well, unlikely I was, I was being very optimistic. I'm like, I can probably finish Kingdom Hearts one retrospective by the time, uh, the game hit the, hits the switch. But then I'm like, and that's if I'm if I'm super consistent and maybe upload more than once a week with this. But I write a lot of stuff each episode, though. It, I put in a lot of work, a lot of notes and stuff. So that might not work out because usually um, before I did this reboot, because um, I, I did for those who don't know, I had. A retrospective of Kingdom Hearts on my on my main podcast, AOK, and what I usually did was I would just play the I would play the game or watch um, a play a, a YouTube player a YouTube player what <laughs> a Let's player usually the Super Spaghetti Brothers uh, brothers play it on YouTube and just go off of what happened there, you know, watch it. Um, the respective part, and then just talk about it. And then I realized that's cool, 
but I feel like I hit all the points I wanted to address more concisely if I write an outline and then just talk in between notes, which I think works a bit more efficiently for me. So, yeah, there you go. I'm pretty sure I've mentioned this already, but in case we have any new listeners who decided to click on this episode uh, starting off. And, oh, there was something else Kingdom Hearts related I wanted to talk about. I don't remember what it was, though. Right. Um, I got I to gotta talk about this, too. Um, I'll probably, I'll either save it for the end of the episode or I'll do a separate episode altogether because I do want to make this a little uh, series where I draw the fan art of it. But someone put together, what if Sora was a part of the Warner Brothers universe? Like, what if Final Fantasy and Warner Brothers put stuff together? Which I know sounds really weird, but like, you have Bugs Bunny instead of Mickey Mouse. You have Daffy instead of uh, Goofy, I think it was. And then you have uh, Porky Pig instead of Donald. And it's like, I kind of, I kind of want to see that. Even if it was just like a one shot, I would love to see that. Or just like a fan animation or just like a fan fiction. I got to check that out because I'm like, maybe there is a fan fiction out there. I mean, I wouldn't mind writing one for like a piece or two of what I think uh, these characters would look like. I mean, people have already done it, but most of the ones I've seen have been, you know, small fan art pieces here and there. And others have just been photoshops. So I might do that soon, actually. But we'll see. Um, But yeah, that's all I really wanted to say about that. I'll talk about it further in um, future episodes, but I, I really do want to visit that and see what we could do. Cause like, as we've seen with space jam, there are a lot of Warner brother properties and it could be really cool actually, especially with that new Warner brothers game that's coming out. That's like a smash brothers. But anyway, I'm getting way off topic, <laughs> but Hey, there's nothing wrong with a little tangent here and there, especially when it's still pretty related to the topic. So there you go. All right. So, yeah, fortunately, I do not struggle with these barrels at all anymore. I mean, if I did that, that's just that's just wrong, especially as, as long as I've been playing this game, you know. Um, so, I mean, I, I honestly I can't lie. I play Kingdom Hearts one at least once a year, at least, if not more. So there we go. Um, and that's just Kingdom Hearts one. You know, they're shoot. Don't get me started on the other games. <laughs> but anyway, um, after the barrels, our confidence is boosted. You can tell we have impressed Phil. And Phil goes on to still deny his entry into the games. Go figure. So here starts the, the one of the funniest running gags that, uh, that you know coincides with Phil. He says, I got two words for you. Or one or three or whatever he goes on to say. And then goes on to say way more, or sometimes less, than uh, what he originally implied. So he said, you know, I got two words for you. And then, you guys ain't heroes. Um, Phil? That's four words. You've, you even got Goofy counting on his fingers as, as you're saying this, like... I mean, it's kind of a blink and you miss it, but that's classic Goofy. Like, that was a really nice little gag. And I'm pretty sure that's from the movie. I'm pretty sure Phil 
I'm, f- I'm pretty sure that's a line he said in the movie. I could be wrong, but it just seems too oddly specific to not have been from the movie. But uh, I got to rewatch these movies so I can have a better appreciation for a lot of these scenes. But anyway, yeah, that was a thing. So after this, after shutting us down, he all, he actually gives us thunder. And he says, why don't you try mastering this spell first? So low-key, he's actually helping us continue our, our training, even though we're not really able to compete in the gangs. Get, wow, the gangs. Wow, can you imagine the Kingdom Hearts gangs? That'd be weird. I guess it'd be like, it'd be like the Union Cross divisions. Those were basically gangs. I mean, look how that turned out. Can somebody say Keyblade War? Anyway, yeah. So that was the thing. We we basically get Phil pretty much still offers to train us. Uh, he he he's he's a little too proud to admit it, but you know he's still training us. He's still training us. I appreciate that. And imagine if we tried doing this before Hercules came along, came along and softened him up. He probably would have kicked us out before we even knocked on the door. But anyway, you can actually keep training as he allows. Uh, you can still you can talk to him again and he'll you know offer to still train you. But it's going to be the same barrel training. And I don't know why you'd want to do that again. Um, oh, you know what? That's... I forgot about that. Uh, usually what you have to do to fill the journal is you have to go back to a lot of these mini games and redo them. And that's usually why they give you the time, especially because it kind of helps break the it kind of breaks up the game a bit, makes it more interesting, adding these different gameplay elements. So I can't I definitely cannot knock them for that. So it's all good. But um leaving leaving the vestibule we are then approached by the sly the conniving the hot-headed yet ice cold hades he gives us a hero pass saying he's rooting for us i mean donald asked who he was but uh hades just breezed by the question okay that's red flag number three <laughs> i don't even need to address the other red flags you should know um, well, I guess that's, nah, that's not fair. I, I judged a book by his color just because he looks like a villain doesn't mean he is a villain. Who am I kidding? It's a Disney movie. The villains clearly look like villains. He is a villain. His head is literally on fire and he's wearing basically all black. He's a villain, but <laughs> it's fine. Uh, Hey, we got a hero's pass. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So we, we hit back to Phil and handing it to him, he's like, oh, well, I mean, you, huh, you have a pass. So I, I okay, I guess you're in. Like, I, I, how did you do this? <laughs> how did, where did you get this? So it just goes, uh, can we enter the games now? Phil, man, uh, he uh, he didn't even try to get to 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 ask even more like to try and establish okay dude where did you really get this because I'm I'm curious how do you even get a hero's pass do you just do you apply somewhere do you do you need to throw in a resume or do you did you just have to know somebody to get in I really don't I'm really curious about that but hey regardless we got in 
But I, I still wonder, though, Phil, what, what if we mugged someone to get this? I mean, he just brushes off the fact that we didn't answer his question. There's a lot of brushing off questions in this uh, world for some reason. Well, now begins the real preliminaries, and we are fighting, you guessed it, Heartless. After the first match, Phil continues to be impressed, and then Cloud enters, you know, Final Fantasy Seven Cloud, heartthrob crap, crowd, really? Tongue, where did that R come from? Sheesh. Well, I was trying to say heartthrob cloud, the, the mascot, almost. One of the biggest mascots of Final Fantasy, I would say. I wouldn't say he is the mascot, but I'm saying he's definitely one of the biggest faces of Final Fantasy. But don't worry, for those Final Fantasy 10s, 11s, 12s, 15s, 14s, 9s, 8s, all yous out there, don't worry. Don't worry. Every Final Fantasy game is special. But Cloud is more special. No, I'm joking. <laughs> so anyway, um, Cloud enters. He walks past us with a look, the kind of look of angst that he's seen some stuff. He probably frequents Hot Topic a lot. He's probably thinking of going to Hot Topic after this match. But Sora meets with the gaze, you know, a similar gaze saying, or what I should say is it's the, it's the same type of gaze that reads, I love Hot Topic, too. <laughs> Phil comments how, yeah, I may be coaching y'all, but he looks like a tough guy to beat. Definitely be careful. Uh, rumor has it, too, uh, for those Final Fantasy VII's, uh fans out there, is that Tetsuya, the, you know, the creative director, uh, originally wanted to have both Cloud and Vincent in the game, but he only was able to fit in one of them. So what does this man do? He throws Cloud in with Vincent's outfit. So uh, does this mean Vincent, it, it, is he out there somewhere with Cloud's clothes? Or did Vincent just get mugged and is laying unconscious in a ditch somewhere? Oof. I'm going to leave that one alone. But, I mean, we haven't seen him in Kingdom Hearts yet. I'm just, okay, now I'm going to leave it alone. Oof. So eventually, uh, between Phil's wise, I'm putting that loosely, wise words, we cut to Hades and Cloud talking. Hades convinces Cloud that he has to get to her, to, to, that to get to her, excuse me, you got to take out those three, Sora, Donald, and Goofy. Which, you know, makes sense. The ranked ma matches, yeah. And I, I love the dialogue here. Cloud is like, the god of the underworld is afraid of a kid? Ooh, Hades, Cloud's got you there. But to be fair, uh, Cloud, it's not just a kid. It's an anthropomorphic, anthropomorphic? Okay, it's an anthro, talking dog and duck. That's scary, because I mean, dude, Goofy is at least like six foot. You really want to fight a six-foot dog? I don't care how big that sword is. That's intimidating. <laughs> so I don't blame Hades, but it's all good. So uh, finally, we get to move up the ranks some more, and then we move on to fighting Cloud. And man, even if you are leveled up, he can be tricky. 
but I love the combos, the parries, and just whatnot. You you can do so many fun things, especially when he swings at you and you can just sometimes parry it. Dude, my favorite move he has is when he becomes invincible for a bit and he just flies around the ring just swinging at you. And I always kind of laugh a bit when I see Donald get hit by the sword. <laughs> just the way he just screeches in pain. It's like, oh, Donald, I could heal you if you decided to heal me when you should have way back when when I asked you. But, you know, it's it's whatever. <laughs> and it's a good fight. It's definitely a good fight. And... I have addressed this at multiple points, but I'm pretty sure this is the final fight in the game that has an alternate ending. Whether you lose or win, the game still progresses. So, um, with this one, if you win, you know, or excuse me, if you lose, of course, the three of you are pretty much collapsed. Uh, Cloud is walking up to you, and he's about to finish the job. And... uh, with no remorse, might I add, he is speechless. This dude is literally about to kill a miner, a duck, and a dog, and he's probably gonna sleep. He's probably gonna sleep tonight, like a baby who took melatonin and got their gums swabbed with alcohol. You know, it's just he's gonna sleep good. But you know, Cloud just seems like that type of dude. So. If that happens, Cloud gets distracted because he hears something coming up on him. And to this day, I still don't know how he did not hear this like two ton dog, three headed dog come up and crush him. But of course, if you beat Cloud, um, instead, of course, it's Cloud who collapses. Um, I think he just collapses to his knees. Um, normally I would know this, but I didn't get a chance to watch the whole video and write notes because I ran out of time, mainly because, you know, I had to watch that new Spider-Man movie, No Way Home, best movie ever for me, especially superhero related. But anyway, um, I believe he just falls to his knee and then he still looks behind him and gets clapped by a Cerberus. But I mean... You know, it, it's it's game logic, it's storytelling logic. Sometimes things have to exist the way they do for shock factor, for the viewer's sake. It's like in Jurassic Park when the Velociraptor was about to attack Dr. Grant and Ellie and stuff, and then the T-Rex just comes out of nowhere and does a roar. You know, obviously, if the T-Rex was really there in real life, we all would have heard it approach. But, of course, for the movie magic, for the storytelling magic, sometimes it's just better for the, 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 the reader, the listener, the watcher, whatever, to not know until that last second, you know? I can respect that. But I can't lie. Can you imagine how crazy it would have been if we heard the loud footsteps, the, the loud feet just charging at Cloud? And then he like tries to defend himself for a little bit just to get crushed. I think that would have been kind of cooler. But either way, still intimidating because imagine playing Final Fantasy VII. Imagine growing up playing that game and then seeing this scene happen for the first time. I really wish I had experienced it that way. I did that in reverse, of course. But yeah, pretty crazy. 
So Cerberus goes in after a crushing cloud with his foot. He goes in to finish the job to take us out to have us for probably a light snack before going off to have Hercules for the main course. We see Cerberus get kind of lifted up a little bit and boom, who does the lifting? Hercules. My boy is in. He's back in town. So he's he's kind of struggling to hold up Cerberus, but he goes on to say, yo, Phil, get them out out of here and we kind of just all leave we we, we we forgot about cloud who's probably still underneath the, f the foot unless unless hercules lifted him up that i mean he would have had to because when we see hercules in the next scene he's holding cloud over his shoulder so i'm sure hercules was mad he's probably just like bro i said get them out of here plural you forgot the blonde guy over here <laughs> I'm kind of surprised Herc didn't just like kick him in their direction. Like, could you imagine if Hercules just like slid him down and he just, but you know, it's Hercules. So he has super strength. So he kicks him and then he just flies into the wall by accident. Oh, that, that would have been funny as ever. But I know, I know people would have been really mad. Like, no, you can't treat Cloud like that. I mean, hey, sometimes even the most serious of characters, even the most coolest of characters can fall victim to the comedic timing <laughs> so we all retreat back into the vestibule you know goofy and donald are freaking out um i think sora screamed a little bit but mostly in this scene you you mainly hear you know donald and goofy um so we're back in here this is the game pretty much telling us hey we're giving you some time to prepare, break out the potions, get the items going in general. You, you, you're going to need it. You're fighting Cerberus, you know, gee, the, the guard dog of the underworld. So be ready. Um, so you can actually talk to Phil first because you can actually go. You can just you can just go and leave the vestibule and he'll interrupt you anyway. So either way, it's fine. Um. Usually by this time, I think I'm like level either like level 15 through 18, something like that. And usually when you talk to Phil, he's freaking out. He's basically freaking out saying, oh, man, he's fighting Cerberus. I mean, he, he's hurt. He should be able to hold out. But I mean, maybe he might need some help. I don't know. He's, he's kind of freaking out. And you can talk to him and say, shoot. I'm about to be tagged in or you can just leave and say, hey, I got to do something, you know. And as we see, Cerberus has Hercules backed into a corner holding cloud over his shoulder and he's he's ready. He's ready to throw hands. But I'm like, this is kind of scary, um, especially when you see what all Cerberus can do. So we run out and this part I always thought was kind of weird. I can't lie. This part of the game I always thought was really weird because we walk out and we we switch places. We kind of tag out for uh, Hercules and Cloud. And <laughs> as we get our classic battle poses, Phil gives us the classical Phil wisdom. I think this time he's like, kid, I got two words for you. Attack. Uh, Phil, did you mean syllables? Are you confusing syllables with, with words? Is that is that what's going on here? Because those are two different things, buddy. Did, 
did you, do you have a do you have a GED at least did did, did you go to school I, I just don't know what's going on with this man he's he's confusing things I don't know I just don't know because I feel like if he if he if he went through school if he if he completed school he would know this but he might have he might be on route to getting a GED to at least you know rectify the the, the issue but if he doesn't if he doesn't have at least a GED, then things are wrong. Things are wrong. We gotta help Phil, because he's not even talking in Kingdom Hearts three. He's reverted to something much. I'm going to way too deep in this rabbit hole. I'm gonna stop talking now. Oh man, that was horrible. So anyway, um, with the next part that we do, the battle commences, and. Hercules, and this is the weird, this is the part I was talking about. Hercules goes in, and you would think that Hercules would just put Cloud down, have Phil look after him, and then hop back in the battle to back us up. But what does he do? He just goes back in the vestibule and chills. He he takes a load off. He's probably, you know, eating and drinking. You know, get, making sure his calories, his his protein is. His protein is on, uh, I almost said on fleek. Does anyone even say on fleek anymore? That's a weird word. But, you know, you got to make sure that his, his his muscles and everything are peaked. So he's got to get the, that, that uh, he's got to get his meal prep going. Oh, man, I can't imagine how horrible it must have been eating food back before refrigeration when he had to submerge everything into, into salt and whatnot and whatever they had to do before that you know eat it right then and there before it spoils that sucks but anyway the Cerberus boss fight is pretty cool I really do like the Cerberus boss fight um, I, th- I like the second one a lot more he's definitely more vicious but this is really cool and I think unfortunately what really limits Cerberus is the fact that the arena is pretty decent but the fact that we have all those seating um, kind of blocking his movements, kind of limiting him a little bit. He he, the boss is a little wonky, unfortunately, because of that. Um, if you had a bigger place like how it is in Kingdom Hearts Two in the Underworld, dude, that's how you fight Cerberus. But I'm not really complaining. It's it's still fun. I still get a little bit of goosebumps whenever I'm fighting this boss. But dude, from spitting out fireballs to just spitting out darkness that just bursts into columns following you around homing in columns to him just lunging their necks out and biting you he can take some chunks out of you if you're not careful so i i actually like to jump on his back it's it's a little tricky to do but i usually like to do that but there's no real major benefit unless you're trying to avoid those dark columns that erupt out of the sky, out of the ground. But you know you got to time it right. Usually you got to jump on the on the on the seats and then jump on him as he's going across. And usually that works, but it's limited with damage because of my um, pretty much the. Oh wait, what? Hold up. Okay, I can't lie. I'm recording this at 2.30 a.m. I think I literally passed out for like a split second as I was talking. So let me back it up a little bit. Um, it's a little hard to hit Cerberus while 
on his back. So usually I usually only get on his back whenever the columns come up. But other than that, he's not really that bad. I mean, his bite can be really bad, but usually if you jump in at the right time and you and you attack, you can deflect it and get some tech points. So it's pretty cool. But usually I believe I could be wrong at this point, but I think I I think I'm real. I think I am wrong. Um, I want to say I have arrow at this point or maybe maybe I get arrow at Agrabah. I don't remember. But, um, yeah, I mean, going for the middle head is dangerous. Whenever they're, like, lunging at you, always go for the furthest out head. It's just so much easier that way. And, yeah, after that, it's... The fight can go by pretty fast. And once you do... Oh, yes. Do we finally get an upgrade from Phil who acknowledges us via a scroll reading that we are officially recognized as junior heroes? Isn't that sweet? I kind of wonder what perks we get for being junior heroes. Do we get any kind of snacks or discounts for anywhere? I don't know. Can I get can I get a discount on the Hercules toys you got? Because I remember those toys from the movie, the drinks, the merchandise in general. He has some cool stuff going on. I mean, they're pretty much everywhere in Kingdom Hearts 3 if you if you know where to look. Those little um, Hercules action figures, but it's all right. So at first, Donald gets pretty, pretty defensive. He's like, what do you mean, junior heroes? So... Phil, of course, got to call him on. He's like, you guys still don't know what it takes to be a true hero. And Hercules comes in. He comes in a little little more lighthearted than Phil. And he's like, hey, you guys just got to learn, learn what it means to be a hero and what what it really means, what it, what what the you know, that there's more to just strength and having power. You're going to have to learn just the way that I did. I thought that was a good line. So Sora ends it with saying, all right, I guess we're going to just prove ourselves in the games. And uh, unfortunately, because of that fight, the games aren't going to be around for a little bit. But I think after the first world, after the next word, I should say, is beaten, I believe uh, we can actually start on the first cup, which would be the fill cup. So I'm very excited about that. But, um, yeah, they, they, it's kind of funny because Phil was like, yeah, we got to clean up from that last fight first. And it's like, clean up what? I didn't see any damage at all <laughs> during that fight at all. I mean, okay. I mean, uh, do, uh, do you mean you just got to clean away the, the, the dog hairs because I know people are allergic and a dog that big, I can't imagine what kind of dog hair just brushed off into the stairs or the, the columns, the seating area, so that's that's kind of scary but that's eh, all good Um, the best part of this is right after we leave proclaiming that we're, we're going to prove ourselves in the games Phil stroking that impressive goatee goes, I really can't believe that little squirt beat Cerberus. You know, he's just beside himself. And then Hercules has to go and ruin the moment, not giving Sora, Donna, and Goofy any sense of skill by those who, um, well, watch 
or even here, Hercules's uh, little, his his little uh, what's what's the word? His reveal. I, I wanted to use a different word from than reveal, but that works. Um, oh wait, wait, wait! It's on the tip of my tongue. Confession. There we go. His little confession. He leans in, right as Sora and Don and Goofy are leaving, and whispers in Sora's ear. Wow, whispers in Sora's ear. That'd be a whole other story. Whispers in Phil's ear. Just to be, uh, just to be honest, I pretty much wore down Cerberus before the little guy jumped in, and, and Phil just like, my lips are sealed. <laughs> you sure? You sure, Hercules? You sure? Because you, you seem like you weren't really doing much of anything but being held up in a corner by the time I got out there. And I wasn't out there for very long. So it's like, ah, I don't know. Did you play toss with something in the meantime? What, what, what did you do? Did you did you use, oh gosh, did he use Cloud as a stick to pass, you know, to play fetch with Cloud, uh, to, <laughs> to play fetch with Cerberus? I can imagine him bending Cloud's body like uh, Looney Tune style and just tossing him about like a boomerang. Oh gosh, that'd be awful. <laughs> or even worse yet, build, uh, bending a sword like that. Jeez. All right. So yeah, I mean, I can't lie. I call BS on uh, Hercules. I feel like he didn't do anything. If so, we would have seen him wear down Cerberus. He didn't seem worn down at all, to tell me in the very least. Because usually, Cerberus really, really likes to spam that dark uh, column move. There are some times where he does this bad boy like back to back like three, four times in a row. And it's like, dude, really? Is your breath that bad that you can just summon darkness, just pure darkness from your from your mouth, from the crevices of that nasty place and just command it to your will? That's both awesome and scary at the same time. But it's all good. So just when you think that we're done with this world, we see a familiar person sitting at the far side of the Colosseum on the steps where the gate to the outer world is right behind him. We walk forward and we see that Cloud is actually opening up a little bit to us. And even Sora is curious about, you know, just getting to know this guy. Now, of course, this scene happens a little differently in the manga, and I actually really like that scene, but, you know, of course, I appreciate this scene a lot more, um, you know, it's, o it's OG, can't compete with the OG sometimes, um, so we find out from Cloud that he didn't really want to do that bidding, he didn't want to do the bidding with Hades, he just has to find someone he's looking for, which, oh, Zari's looking for Sephiroth, right? So Hades promised to help, but unfortunately Hades is pretty good at manipulating and messing things up. So unfortunately Cloud found that out the hard way and didn't learn until it was too late. I guess that's the same thing, but you know what I mean. So Cloud admits that he's searching for his light. He's hoping to find his light because at the moment he's pretty deep in darkness right now and He's hoping that he can find his way out. So Sora admits that he's too searching for his light. You know, we can assume that his light is Kyrie. 
So, feeling this little bond between the two, Cloud sits up, or stands up, excuse me, well, same thing, and he's like, yo, don't lose sight of it. So he leaves off, kind of kind of cool, suave with his step. He's got a little extra pep in his step. He's like, ah, I made a little friend today. Sora turns around and is like, hey, how about a rematch? How about a rematch sometime? No dark powers involved. And of course, Cloud has to be all cool with it. You know, does the hand, hand do the hair? I think I'll pass. You know why he said that? Because we saw it in Sora's face. Sora knew that if they fought again, he would win. <laughs> so it's kind of a bummer. Um, this is the last story related um, thing we have with Cloud for a, for a long time. Uh, the last piece is um, much later in the game once we um, progress to like the final piece of the Colosseum. Um, kind of a bummer. We can't just see Cloud hanging around just sparring and stuff, but... I mean, to be fair, why would he when he's trying to search for, you know, Sephiroth and his light, which is probably um, Aerith or maybe even, um, oh, what is her name? Tifa. Might even be Tifa. It all depends on how you play Final Fantasy VII, right? But it's all good. So after that, after that really short thing with Cloud, I really wish Cloud was more involved in this game, but I think that would have been kind of cool. Like, imagine if Cloud was a party member. Dude, imagine if Cloud became a permanent party member of your team because he's like, you know, I might have a better luck finding what I'm looking for if I join you, just as you might need the uh, upper hand because people, there are other people out there like Hades and we need to stick together because something crazy is brewing but you know cloud's a loner i can't blame him but i think that would have been kind of cool i really hope that with with kingdom hearts 4 we do have something like that where we have um different types of teammates joining us this time around no shame towards Donna and goofy classic but i'm kind of curious like what if we get um more final fantasy characters as um staple teammates through the majority of the game what if we not what if we play as yozora and maybe switch to another character and yozora's on our team i would i wouldn't be surprised that we switch between playing as riku and yozora but who knows for now that is a story for another time and well i really do hope you enjoyed this episode it was really fun i really like um, talking about Olympus Coliseum and it's very um, and just all its different versions that we've seen throughout the series and even though even though I'm not the biggest fan of how the story has developed over time I still am happy that it's been around for so long and that it's it is it really has become a backbone one one of the very ah uh, what what is that one of the one of the pieces of the backbone, the vertebrae. There we go. It's become one of the vertebrae of the Kingdom Hearts series, and I can't lie, it felt really weird not having at least a version of Olympus Coliseum, not in DDD. But it's all good. It's understandable lore lore wise. But anyway, um, this has been Olympus Coliseum. In the next episode, when we return to the retrospective, we will be going to Prince Ali. <laughs> Prince Ali and Agrabah. Yeah, buddy. And yeah, we'll be what what is it? 
not quite halfway through the game, but almost. I believe once we beat Agrabah and once we officially seal Traverse Town, I think that's when we're officially halfway through the game. So, pretty exciting. Alright, so hope you all enjoyed this episode. And uh, let me know what your favorite part of Kingdom Hearts is in the... Um, whether you're messaging me on Instagram or via email at yourfavoriteheartless at gmail.com, I would love to hear your thoughts and I would love to feature those thoughts in uh, future podcast episodes. So do be sure to do that if you would like to be featured on here. And well, this has been your favorite heartless. And until we meet again, there is more to seek. So go forth and seek it. Ah, the curtain call. The door to Kingdom Hearts is closing for now. But never forget, there may be darkness in every heart, but Kingdom Hearts is light. Special shout out to Melanin Senpai on YouTube for producing the dope track used in the intro and the outro here. So do be sure to send Melanin Senpai some love on YouTube by liking, commenting, all that good stuff, subscribing, and the link to their channel is in the show notes below um, as long as my other stuff to my link tree to all the other projects I'm working on like my Instagram my other podcast AOK and more if you enjoyed this episode do be sure to give it a rating if possible subscribe and or follow and share it with others so we can spread the darkness I mean the the light together of course if you'd like to be featured on the podcast do be sure to either send comments or questions via the rating or via instagram at i am dot i escape or at your favorite heartless at gmail.com every little bit helps and i love talking to my listeners so until the door to kingdom hearts opens once again this has been your favorite heartless now come open your heart <laughs>